episode 146 i got five on it hey that used to be my song back in the day y'all and i named the episode i got five on it because i just been looking at everyone like tweeting and saying everything about gas and you know how when you about to go out with your friends and they be like you know you got that one friend be like you got some gas money they be like i got five on it that's why I named it that because I was just thinking about how people's gonna be like, Hey, you got some gas now? You're gonna have that one friend, like, Oh, I got five on it, I got 10 on it, oh, I got 15 on it, whatever. So, I that just came to my mind. So, you know, excuse me if I <laughs> had a little moment there, <laughs> but anyway, listen, I hope everyone had a good past weekend. I know I did, you know, I got to see my close close girlfriends from school and i love them so much we had so much fun and i can't wait to hang out with them again it's like you know when you have a real group of friends and y'all can just say and do whatever together and you just be around each other and there's nothing but laughs and positivity i just love it so shout out to my friends shout out to my girlfriends i really appreciate y'all and i love y'all and we some bad bitches. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, happy hump day. Um, today is hump day. It is Wednesday. Okay. And, y'all, it's been so much going on. So much going on in the world, child. Between the war. Between gas prices. Between food prices. Between everything. Um, people... You know, COVID, we don't know we don't know what's going on with the COVID child. Everything opening back up, you know, everything is just look like it's, you know, getting back to normal. What I wanna know is has anybody seen Dr. Fauci? Anybody. If you've seen him, please tag me in any pictures that you've seen of him. Cause I ain't seen Fauci since the Ukraine war has been happening. I don't know what he's doing. Somebody tell me that he in the lab fixing up a new virus. So I don't know where he's been, but if anybody has seen Fauci, if you, you know, seen him on Twitter or Instagram or anything, please at me so I can see where he's where he at because he's been in my head. He's been in my head. So, you know, let's get into the show, y'all. <laughs> so much to talk about, okay, this week. Like, it's just so much going on. And especially today. Oh my goodness. Woo. So 
let's just start off so uh let's start off with damn america so damn america should men date women that are making six figures so i don't know if people saw you know it's this podcast and y'all know i love to support different podcasts i love you know my podcast community everything but it was this video that was shared and um i think somebody shared it from tiktok so these three men they're on there on the podcast they're discussing about an unknown woman they don't name her name or anything she basically achieved financial stability she had a successful job, you know, and now that she's in a good part of her career, now she's like, she's ready to find a suitable man. You know, she's ready to get out there in a dating pool. So pretty much Twitter was going crazy. Internet was going crazy because these men or one of the men on there, you know, is criticizing what the woman, you know, said. So pretty much. The podcaster, his name is, I think his name was like Ryan Catchins or something. And I guess he said like he had this conversation with the woman. And pretty much, you know, she says, you know, I got a good job. I made very good money. She's like, you know, the only thing that I'm, you know, only thing I need now is a man. So what I don't like about that statement, the last statement she said is, I hate when people say they need something because you don't need a man. You probably want a man. You get what I'm saying? Like, you probably want a man. You probably want that companionship. So, his response was like, um, you know, like, who wants you? Like, you know, who who's going to want you? He was like, he said, you know, once you achieve these things, you have unfortunately disqualified yourself. <laughs> I don't know what he meant by that. But <laughs> once he said that, like, the internet you know, went crazy. So I guess he was saying like, I guess the title was like high earning women are less attractive or something like that. So then he explains that he placed the blame on black men who have not been in the, in the, in the position to provide. So with that being said, you know, women, we work hard, we pursue and try to build this lifestyle that we want. And he said that as a result, men have a hands-off approach when it comes to successful women. So, of course, like I said, Twitter went off. So, this is my thing. There should never be... When, when it comes to the black community, I feel like there should never be a competition with us when it comes to black men and black women. I feel like we are in this together it shouldn't never be where it's causing a division or a divide now i would not say and i do not agree with him saying that you know she's less attractive if anything i would think that some men will like that some men will love that You know, my woman is out here hard working. She's career oriented. You know, she's out here being a boss. But then also on the flip side, you do have some men out here, unfortunately, that are bums. You know, they may be looking at her as 
a meal type of, type of ticket. They may not even really like her, love her, anything. They just may be using her because she has that money, she has that bread, and she'll be able to take care of him. So the thing about all of this is, is I don't feel that she's less attractive. I feel that she, if she's going to go out here in this dating world and the dating pool, she, unfortunately, she needs to find someone who is on the same level as her, meaning they're on the same level as her when it comes to financials. They're on the same level as her when it comes to career. And they're on the same level as, as her as to what they both want in a relationship. And the thing about it is, like, when you have men like this that comment and, you know, say these certain things, like, you almost look at them like, who the fuck? Who raised y'all and who wants y'all? Like, are you in a relationship right now? Like, what's your woman bringing to the table? Like, and not even that. What are you bringing to the table as the man? Because you sitting here talking about she's less attractive to this, that, and the third. Like, are you hardworking? Are you bringing money? Like, what are you bringing to the table? And it's so crazy because most people look at relationships as like a contract. You know, it's like almost like it's a contract we're in business or we're contract with each other as 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 if like what can you do for me financially you know what can you do for me sexually like you know what can you do for that of the person so like you know we're going to be in this particular uh, agreement or we're going to be in this particular contract where we're con- you know contractual to each other I just feel that it it just makes it hard for women who are successful because to me, I feel that that would maybe like bring down that person's, you know, self-esteem for some, like, you know, you never know what people can handle what people can't handle and I'm not more so upset with what the guys um pretty much you know like I want to say that I'm 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 not I'm let me say this let me think hold on I wouldn't say I'm upset about what they said that's his opinion everyone has one everyone can be able to voice it, say it, write it down, tweet it, whatever the case may be. But I just feel like if he has this opinion, maybe he should bring a little facts behind it. Like maybe he should have maybe used his own experiences or, you know, if he knew of someone that this may have happened to. But it doesn't sound like he knew of anybody that, you know, has gone through this. So it's just like, okay, like, why are you even, you know, bringing it up? So it just goes back to what, to me, it just goes back to why are we even, 
I, I'm not. I'm trying not to talk shit about him because I just said we needed to have unity. But <laughs> it is. I can't even pray. It is a little wild because I, I, I was listening to the video. Then I'm looking at him at the same time, and I'm just like, what? Like, who are you to even say anything? Like, what are you talking about? <sighs> Maybe he just gets intimidated by women that are boss bitch. I, I see, I don't know because most men, like I tell you, like I said, most men, like if you a bum ass nigga and you don't really got nothing going for yourself or whatever, most people would love, like they will. Be upon the opportunity. Okay, you know what? I'm going to be a little house husband. I ain't got to do nothing. She ain't asking for shit. She ain't asking for no working bags. She ain't asking for this, that, and the third. Like, okay, you know. But most men, I guess, maybe he finds that intimidating. Like, maybe that's intimidating to him. I do not know. But I just think it's crazy that he even voiced anything to be honest with you like I just feel like he should have just left it alone maybe just should have maybe used a different perspective or something because what he kind of mentioned I mean we get it in all honesty like we under like I don't know I, I can't even say I get it to be honest I just know that he sounded wild as shit less attractive I wouldn't even say they I see that's the thing I wouldn't even say they are less attractive like I don't even know why he said that part like why would you say that they're less attractive hold on y'all I'm trying to like I was trying to like pull up the um the video he I mean he was saying some crazy shit he really was like cause my thing is like you it, it's kind of like contradicting yourself because y'all say y'all don't want to go digging y'all tired of girls like asking for stuff and doing this and asking you know give me a uber this that and the third but then when you find a chick who don't really need money or anything is looking for that love aspect you saying something like that like that just make that just to me he sounds a little insecure he sounds like you know he can't handle a woman who's doing well because it makes him feel less valuable in the whole relationship and maybe he should have addressed what he contributes to her own personal vibe before they even date. Like, like I said, like, what are you bringing to the table? Because you can't just sit there and just come off the bat and say she's less attractive because, you know, she's making her own money. She's doing this and the third. But I thought that that's what most men wanted. I thought they want someone that is making their own money, don't have to keep asking, don't have to keep doing this and this, that, and the third. If anything, a relationship should be equal. You know, you should be able to bring something to the table. If you're not bringing nothing to the table, then I don't even know what the discussion is about. You know, what's going on there? Because 
most people, they find out people ain't bringing much to the table. They just trying to sit at the table and don't even know what the table was bringing. So I just think, I just think with some people, you know, I understand, you know, podcasting, you're on there, you're saying what you want to say, you know, you're, you know, giving your opinions and things like that. But sometimes y'all be sounding dumb. Like y'all really do. Like y'all just don't make any, doesn't make any sense. Like I, and I don't even know. (laughs) Y'all, it's just funny. I just don't even know why he would even comment or say anything like that. Like, what? She's less attractive. That wouldn't even make her less attractive. Like, to be honest with you, some men love that. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, some men love that. Some men will think, like, she is bad. She's a boss-ass bitch. Like, you know, she's about something. I I don't know where he where he came off like he just came off all wrong like it was just it it, it just really threw me off because the minute that he said that she was unattractive I honestly I turned it off I couldn't even listen anymore because when he started off at the beginning and he talked about you know how she wanted to um you know now you know be with somebody like everything is complete for her you know it was like he just immediately just was like, nah, uh-uh, complete. Like, nah, shorty, don't nobody want you. Like, what? I don't even know why he would even come off like that. But, you know, you got a different age group, you know, now that's doing things that that's taking and controlling over the Internet. Like a 25-year-old mindset versus someone that's 34 and 30 it's ho- it's a whole different mindset a whole different caliber of people so certain things nowadays you can't even really pay attention to or really even care about what they're saying because they're just making themselves look stupid and making themselves sound like an asshole and just be dumb you know so i, I, I honestly I think that women that are in the height of their career and that are making good money for themselves and doing good things for themselves, I do believe that they deserve happiness. And that's all homegirls looking for. Homegirls just looking for happiness. She's looking for her equal. She's looking for someone that can be on the same playing field as her, basically, okay? And ain't nothing wrong with that. Just like men. Men is looking for people, for women to be on the same playing field as them. Okay, so you looking for your equal. Even though they say sometimes opposites opposites attract, it just depends on how bad of the opposite it is that's attracting. But I just think that the comments, like... It's already enough, like I said, you know, with the whole, with the black community and everything and, you know, us having to fight for certain things. I just think that certain things when it comes to black men and black women, it should be, you know, not discussed. It should be kind of like hands off. 
because they're already, you know, trying to divide us and keep us from, you know, really being as one. So, you know, stuff like this and things like, you know, things like that, what he said, and, you know, it's trending and it's surfacing on the internet. It's wild crazy because at the end of the day, you know, everybody wants, you know, love. Everybody wants someone to share their, you know, wealth with, share their loves with, share their ideas with. Everybody wants that person. So it's just hard when you have one goofball who really don't understand it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he not, I wouldn't even say he, he don't understand it. He just has different opinion different opinion and the opinion is a wild ass one basically it's a wild ass one you know I kind of don't really like to talk about relationships because I just feel that people you know when you get a certain age and you doing things within your life within your life there's certain things as women that we shouldn't allow and there's certain things as men that we shouldn't allow and that we shouldn't tolerate and you know at the end of the day you do whatever is best for you but I do feel that women that's making women that are out here setting goals and setting the standards and um setting achievements they are nowhere near less attractive and I'm gonna keep saying that like there's no way they're less attractive at all so I I I'm just appalled that he would even say any shit like that. And then sometimes people just say dumb shit so they can trend, you know, say things because, hey, like, if I say some crazy shit like this or if I go against the norm, this will grab and have people come to the podcast. Well, really and truly, it's taking them away from the podcast. Just like, you know, it's kind of like how those other guys that was on the podcast and they say some crazy things about black women. Like, I just don't understand the mindset of what people think or what their process of thinking is when it comes to certain topics and certain things. Like, it just, it just, it just doesn't make any sense. But listen, girl, listen, this is, listen, you can go out there, find your man, change that. You need a man to you want a man. You want a man. You don't need a man. Just like these men out here don't need a woman. You want a man because you want that companionship. You want someone to be your equal yoke. So listen, you ain't nowhere near less attractive whoever this unknown woman is. You a boss ass bitch, okay? Got a good career, got good money. Any man should be able to want that. Any man should be able to love that. Now, like I said, there may be some insecurities because you may have that man that you may attract that's only making only maybe 54 or so so you know it all depends on the type of man that she is going to attract okay and she never know she may fall in love with that man that's making 54 because the man that is on her level that is making the same amount or maybe more may be a jackass and the 54 man, he may be the man of her dreams. So it's all about how it's all about the attraction and the conversation. And everything is not about the money and not about, you know, the material things. 
if you don't have a good conversation and you're not bringing nothing to the table, I don't even see why you even like what you what you doing anything for. Like what what's the point? What's the point? But I mean, the comment was whack. It was crazy. It, it was wild. I ain't gonna front. It was a wild ass comment. It was a wild ass comment. And you know, some people. They just look at it as internet shit. You know, they just brush right past it. But people make it such a big thing because I tell you, people just be saying crazy shit. So, okay. It, it, it was beyond. That really was. But to heat your zone. Um, yeah, I hate talking about relationships. Like, it just irks me because. It just be so much going on these days. Like people, people, you know, they do whatever they want to do whenever it comes to whatever. But anyway, um, so for our other damn American topic, we have. Do you guys think that Senator Graham is a flip flopper? I do, and I say that because. You know, when Trump was in office, that was his man. Like, he was riding for Trump. Everything Trump said was, like, golden. It it was almost like, you know, Trump had something on him. And he couldn't just, you know, say anything to go against him. And then now, you know, I read where he was like that he's going to say no to Biden's uh, choice for Supreme Court. But then, before that, I had read that, you know... He was okay with it. And, you know, it should be a black person in office or whatever like that. But, you know, excuse me, Lindsey Graham is the senator of South Carolina. And believe it or not, South Carolina is a little racist still. And he, unfortunately, his reasoning for not wanting to vote her in was crazy as hell. And I just think at the time, he just goes whatever he feels is the norm and whatever he feels is going to continue to get him votes and continue to make him be senator. Because half the time, he just be all over the place just talking crazy. Like when he was talking shit about... Uh, Russia and Ukraine and Putin he was just sounding ridiculous and I was just like oh so now you tough now like now you writing all these crazy things and then he was saying like oh you know Trump never should have said that Putin was a genius then he came back and said like oh no I agree with him so it's like he just flip-flopping all over the place he don't know what's going on I don't know if it could be the old age just kicking in with him but he was just all over the place like all over the place but when you have somebody like that that's representing your state, that can be a little dangerous because you just don't know which way he's going to go. Like, he's just going pretty much where if he's outside and the wind blows him to the right, he's probably going to go to the right. And if it blows him to the left, he's going to go to the left. Like, he doesn't have any direction. He just flip-flops and go everywhere. And a flip-flopper... It's dangerous. I'm telling y'all. It's just like if you have a friend and they say something one minute and then when they get around other people, they flip-flop and say something else. That's dangerous. That's a dangerous person. They can't be trusted. So 
he can't be trusted as far as I'm concerned. Honestly, none of them can be trusted because what I saw today with that damn Nancy Pelosi and what she's trying to do with this little bill that she's trying to um, get uh, signed and passed through and it's 2,700 and something pages and she's trying to take out the COVID relief and put all this ever extra stuff in it. Listen, I keep telling y'all, and as much as I, you know, don't want to keep always talking about politics, these people are crazy. They're crazy, they're controlling, and they're old. And that Lindsey Graham, I guarantee you, if Trump was to get back in office again, he going to be the first one kissing ass. He is going to be the first one, I'm telling y'all ass kissing to the top of the mountain you best to believe it because he is off the chain like i'm just reading the article i'm like well did i just read like two weeks ago that she was like okay like this is cool now granted biden's pick for supreme court mm-hmm. okay everyone's jumping up and down because she's a black woman but She's married to a white man. See, the thing about it is with her and Kamala, when you get married to the white man, it kind of kind of takes your black card away for you just a little bit because you didn't have the black, you know, like you don't have the black love. It's not flowing. And just certain things like when I read up on her, you know, peep, you know, family was in the police department and you know, her husband, twin, oh, what is it? The husband, twin brother, is married to um, the old speaker of the house, Paul Ryan's sister. Like, it's just certain shit, you know what I'm saying? So, it's like, you know, they're trying to make it seem like, oh, she's for the black people, she's black, blah, 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 but she's not. But that doesn't mean that I agree with Lindsay. That just means that Lindsay... It's all over the place. He don't know what he's talking about. He just goes with whatever. And I feel like Trump had some shit on him, some big time shit on him. And that's why he was always kissing ass and just saying whatever and going with whatever. But Lindsay is going to be a problem, a big ass problem. He's dangerous. And he can't be trusted. I mean, none of these politicians can be trusted. But with his ass being such a big time flip flopper, I won't trust him at all at all like no, nothing 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 that he does will make sense to me nothing the fuck at all and with nancy pelosi ass doing what she's doing with this bill that she's trying to get uh signed tonight to i guess avoid like a government shutdown and then shit in that bill that people don't even have time to really read that's sneaky and can't be tra- like cannot be trusted i don't understand like I just want to know, to all my people in California, all over the world, when are y'all going to get rid of her? Get her out of there. She used to be gone. She's too old. She's always looking like she's drunk. Like, I'm just sick of her. You know? Like, it just, it just, it's, it's just, it doesn't even make any sense. Like, I'm just looking and I'm reading and I'm just like, what? And then she tried it. She sent the bill, y'all, last night. Well, this morning, rather, at 2.30 in the morning. She sent the bill at 2.30 in the morning. You mean to tell me all these senators are supposed to sit there and read 2,700 and something pages? 
the fuck is that possible? How? Because I'm sure stuff is in small print, everything. And I'm sure people was highlighting, like, why is we giving money here? Why is we giving money there? They want to give money to Ukraine and the military. I think, like, $13.6 or something like that. Then they want to take the money um, from COVID and distribute it somewhere else. Like, okay, so what about y'all saying... Um, Joe was saying that we're going to have all these resources because everything's getting back to normal. So we're going to have the money to provide all these resources and things like that. But now you're trying to take that out of the girl. Now you're trying to take that out the bill. So I don't listen, listen, y'all. America has been a shit show. Okay. But that Lindsey Graham, he's a flip flopper for sure. He flops. He flops. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, his ass is going to be right up Trump's ass if he gets back in office. And I'm not even going to say if he gets back in office. Trump is getting back in office, y'all. But whether y'all want to believe it or not, it's happening. It's going to happen so bad that I don't even know what to tell y'all. I don't even know if I could prepare y'all for that. But it's going to happen. Best to believe it's going to happen. So, listen. Men should date women that are making six figures. Why not? Why the fuck not? If you a good quality man and you bring something to the table, why can't I not date you? Why can't I not date you? Like, if you don't feel that you're um, secure within yourself enough, they don't even come my way. But. Was he wild for saying some crazy shit like that? Hell yeah, he was. He definitely was. He was wild as shit for saying something like that. But I don't think that those type of women should be off limits to anybody. And even men. I don't even feel like those men that's making six figures should be off anybody. And they're not. Because women women will go for a man that's making six figures. Hell yeah. Because like most women growing up in a black household... You know, we see the man, he's working, he's taking care, you know, taking care of the home and things like that. And most of the time, the women were supposed to just stay home and take care of the children. But now, the roads are reversing. The women are going out. They getting these jobs. They getting, you know, paid. They being boss bitches. They making boss moves. And, you know, some of these men just can't keep up. Can't keep up. But that shouldn't be the fault of me. That shouldn't have me less unattractive. Anything, nigga, that say something about you. <laughs> okay, that's point the finger at you. Something that you doing ain't right. And I don't know what it is. Listen, before you get with anybody, like, work on yourself. Work on things within yourself. If you bring in drama and you bring in crazy stuff to a relationship, then it's not your time, baby. It's not your time. It's not your time to be in anything because all you doing is bringing down the relationship as far as I'm concerned because you bringing extra unnecessary baggage to the table and you should have fixed and worked on that baggage beforehand. Okay? So let's get into our rising stars. So our rising star, we have Esther O'Cade. Um, She's its. I think she's 16 now, but she in this picture, she looked 10, y'all. But she's a British-Nigerian genius, and she studies math in a university. I guess she be, she plans to begin her PhD financial um, mathematics at the age of 13. 
So, um, pretty much, she lives with her parents in the UK. And she's currently studying for her undergrad degree in mathematics. And despite her age, she's topping her class. And I think that is amazing. So, um, she made... I guess, like, she, um, it was a report that was made available to CNN. And she enrolled in the UK-based distance learning college. And it's called the Open University. And she scored 100% in the exam um, shortly after joining the institution. And it's so interesting because it has this type of math that she loves. It's like, you know, theories, complex numbers, all types of stuff. So it was super easy to her. And her mom taught her pretty much in a nice way how to do the math. So her mother said she noticed that her daughter's love for numbers shortly after starting homeschooling her at the age of three. And initially she had been enrolled in private school, but after a few weeks, her parents noticed a change in her behavior. So one day, you know, they were coming home and she just burst out in tears and said she don't ever want to go back to that school. And they that don't even, you know, don't even let me talk. They don't even let me talk, she said. Um, so by the age of four, she was already tackling algebra and um, different equations, and she further dispelled any thoughts that her parents pushed her to start university early. She pointed out that she had wanted to enroll for her degree even earlier. Ain't that something, y'all? She actually wanted to start when she was seven, but her mother was like, you too young, calm down. <laughs> so she went to finish the course in two years, and she's going to do her PhD when she's 13 and she says she wants to have her own bank by the time she's 15 because like numbers and I like people and banking is a great way to help people she said she's also writing a series of math books for children titled yum yum algebra and it starts at beginner level that's volume one but then there'll be volume two and three and four but she's only written the first one and she said, as long as you can add or subtract, you'll be able to do it. So she wants to show other children they are special. So shout out to her. I think that is beautiful. Um, like, she's hella smart. Like, hella smart. And she's so super cute. So super gorgeous. Like, I love that. Like, for me, I hated math. Like, math was my, like, ugh, I couldn't stand it. Like, I did not like math at all. I struggled with that so bad. Like, for me, it was like English. Like English was my subject. I loved it. But shout out to Esther, girl. We lift you up. And it's International Women's Month. So we greatly appreciate you, girl. Okay. All right, y'all. So let's get into the shit. Okay. Now, we already done had the crazy men on the damn America topics. And Lindsey Graham with his flip-flopping ass. Okay, so, with the twerk something segment, y'all, Lord have mercy, where do we begin? Where do we begin, Lord, Lord? All right, so, I know it's International Women's Month. I know it is, y'all, but unfortunately, these women be, they tripping. They be doing some crazy shit. So, basically, y'all. Y'all remember how it came out about Chris Brown 
he drugged this girl at P. Diddy party. And then, like, another girl had came out. And then something came out about Snoop. And then, you know, Snoop stuff came out when he's about to do a Super Bowl. His son had came out, shows him text messages at that same girl was trying to holler at him and do something against him. It's the same girl that's trying to do something against his father. So, you know, that came out about Chris Brown. Media was dragging him. Media was, you know, saying this, that, and the third about him. I even, I even think people brought up what happened between him and Rihanna, all these things. So, I was just thinking to myself... And I think I had a discussion with someone in a group chat. Because y'all know I love me a group chat. That's how I get my conversation started. And I think somebody was like, you know, I'm going to, you know, disagree with you on that shade. Because I was like, you know, every time they see a black man trying to do something and succeed, here come these allegations come. And y'all already know how I feel about the Tori and Megan thing. Like, I'm not even going to really talk on that anymore. I'm just going to wait and see what, what it plays out. Because I'm just sick of that. Okay. But... Chris Brown, you know, he came with receipts, nine months of receipts, where the girl was saying, you know, why would you ghost me? You know, the sex was really good. You know, just hitting him up and he's not responding. She didn't send voice notes, everything. And so now, Chris, you know, he wasn't doing nothing. He was just minding his business, working on his album. So he remember. I, I don't know if he remembered that he had the messages, or maybe he deleted them and saved them to the cloud. I don't know, but he bought them out. And now the girl lawyer that was representing her is no longer representing her because she said that her client never told her about them text messages. Oh, really? And then let's think about this. The girl is never suing them. These girls are never trying to put these people in jail. They're just trying to get money. You know, like some of them are trying to just come up on a come up. And it just makes it hard for people that actually are raped that actually have been raped because now you're making a mockery out of this because now they are going to be afraid to really come up and tell their story because nobody's going to believe them because we have silly bitches like this and then let's not put too much blame on her chris why are you out here just fucking anything like you just had a baby i mean I'm not saying you got to go to your baby father, to your baby mother, but could you at least be having sex with somebody that you probably think you want to be with? I don't know. But could you not tell that, you know, something was off with the chick when you met her? Like, you didn't see any signs? Like, I'm just trying to figure out, like, sometimes, sometimes these celebrities put themselves in situations because... I can, like, come on, y'all. When y'all be out, honestly, y'all can tell. Y'all probably be like, nah, shorty too wild. Nah, shorty gonna be doing too much. Man, nah, if I hit that joint, she gonna be all over the place, like, fiending, geeking. Like, nah, I'm not even gonna do that. Nigga, listen, I'm telling y'all, niggas talk like this. So, come on, Chris. You didn't think, like... Come on. And then my thing is too. 
everybody was picking sides. Everyone was like, fuck Chris Brown, this, that, Chris Brown, he this, he that, blah, blah, blah. And nobody really knew the story. Nobody knew the story. And that goes back to what I've said all the time. People lie. Niggas lie. Women lie. They lie. You never know what people' motives are, okay? People nowadays, and it's quite sick, will do anything for fame and do anything for a little bit of money. And it's just crazy that now, like, this man's career could have been done. Could have been done. Like, he has been through already so much, had to pretty much build back his career, and now this. You get what I'm saying? Like, certain things, y'all, we really have to honestly just sit back and think. Like, let's think about this. Like, could this could this maybe happen? Yes. Could this not maybe had happened? Yes. Could it been too much drinking? Yes. Could she have just been one to fuck? Yes. Could he just been one of like it's so many things that you gotta think about. We can't just immediately just be like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm signed with her because you know she a woman. I get it. You know, women want to support women. I I get that a hundred percent. But sometimes we have to take the gender away and we have to look at people as human beings. And human beings be doing some fucked up shit. It's some people out here that be doing some crazy ass shit. Okay. Point blank, period. And we cannot say that they don't. Because they do. So, I'm just glad that he had all them receipts, child. Okay? And I mean, she sound crazy on the phone. And that just lets me know, baby, that Chris must have got some good dick, honey. Okay? Because if she was blowing his shit up like that, he must have pound that thing down. All right? He must have given her the fucking shit she'll never forget. She ain't forget it because she was blowing his shit up. Ooh, I know I brought back some memories for y'all. Y'all know when y'all had something real good, y'all just keep calling it. And y'all niggas know when y'all had something real good, y'all just keep calling the girl. I don't know. You listen. Listen. We all done been there, child, but we ain't never yell no damn rape now. And now she just had took it too far. She couldn't, she couldn't just get her good little dick. She had to just go too far because he ain't hit her up no more. Listen. Had that been me and my backsliding days I would have been like damn why you had it to me like that Chris okay thank you for the night alright and kept it moving but no they ain't do that honey they was up in there <laughs> plotting fucking plotting you see what the girl did with Drake these bitches listen everybody got a motive y'all I'm telling y'all everybody got a motive they got a motive basically Chris just stay single okay Kim is single. She's officially single. She got the West knocked off her name. So why can't you just go with that? Go with the flow of that. Like, it doesn't make any sense not to. Because Kim, unfortunately, <laughs> poor Kim Kardashian, you know, she came out and she talked about how her, I guess she's going to talk about how her and Pete met and who talked to who first or whatever the case may be and you know she talked about why 
she would never talk bad about Kanye and this, that, and the third, blah, 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 blah. And then she really came out and said something about how, you know, people don't want to work no more and people need to get out and work and this, that, and the third. And of course, the internet tore her ass up. And it's just like, Kim, you know, be humble, sis. Like, we know the background. We know, you know, where you came from. We know, you know, what Chris did. We know how Chris spends it. We know Chris is a good-ass manager. We get all of that. I don't think the way that she said it or the way that she came about, it was it was crazy. I, I can't admit. It was crazy. It was, it, it was like really uncalled for. But a lot of people, you know, last year, you know, she was getting on Courtney because Courtney was sick of the show. She was sick of showing up, filming. She was sick of working. She never wanted to, you know, do anything. So Kim will always come at her and say like, you know, her work ethic was different than all the other sisters. That's how they had gotten to that fight. But what I'm trying to understand with Kim is like, what did, like I said this before on the left, like what does she see and Pete Davidson. Like, I'm just trying to understand. And my friend said it's because Pete got a big dick. And I heard that from somebody else. But it's like, you know, like, seriously, what is she seeing him? Like, I, I just don't understand. Like, why can't she just be, you know, I saw a comment when somebody was like, you know, why Kim just can't be single, take care of kids and, you know, do her businesses? I, maybe it's because, you know, she saw Kanye with who she saw Kanye with. I don't know. And they was maybe they was going like tit for tat. Who knows, but I'm just still trying to figure out what she sees in Pete Davidson because I still can't figure it out. I think, I honestly think, I honestly think it's because Courtney has Travis and I think she wants something like Travis now. I think that's what it is because I just can't think of no other nothing else like nothing else comes to mind for me nothing plays out I just can't think of anything so I mean she really wanted to be single so bad like she like she was like fiending to get rid of the west name like fiending but I tell you one thing she didn't get rid of she still kept the style she still kept that Kanye style because as you can tell y'all she back there wearing colors but she know how to put that shit together now because at first before Kanye came in the picture they were tacky they were horrible dressers. And Kanye came in and flipped that shit all around. So that's one thing that she did keep. Okay? She did keep that. That was good. She did keep that. Uh, listen. And speaking of keeping things, you know, the baby, he he need to keep his lawyer team, baby, because he got the Johnny Cochran legal team. His ass stay in more trouble than anybody, but he always gets out of the trouble. <laughs> like, I read where I guess he had, like, pulled a weapon on somebody or something and the charges got dropped or some crazy shit like that because it was a lack of evidence. I said, well, damn, is Johnny Cochran coming down from heaven and working magic for you? Because your ass stay in trouble. I mean, he stay in trouble and guarantee you, I guarantee you, he gets out of this whole little fight thing that he had the bowling out. How much you want to bet? Because his legal team, let me tell you, he must be like, listen, Boom, this amount of money I'm paying y'all, get me out that shit. If y'all get me out this shit, y'all fired. Matter of fact, double it up. He must be doubling up because the shit that he does, he stays in trouble almost every season. Every season, his ass is doing something. It doesn't matter what if it's he's smacking a fan, kicking somebody, fighting in the damn um, 
uh, uh, bowler lanes. Like his ass is always in trouble, always in trouble. And the thing about it is he goes about his business. Ain't thought music still sells. And we just all looking like how the hell is he a free man? Listen, him and NBA Youngboy is doing some record or some shit together. Maybe NBA Youngboy needs to get his lawyer team because his legal team is, hmm. They may, listen, they may be the mini Johnny Cochran, y'all. I'm telling y'all. I'm telling y'all, Johnny came down from heaven and he said, listen here, young man, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to sprinkle some of my madness, some of my magic, and we're going to get you out of this mess. And that's what's been happening. Or God is just on his side, child, because the baby is a mess. He's actually sickening. He's sickening. And some would say he's disgusting, to say the least. Okay? Like, disgusting. 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 And you listen. I guess everybody want a friend like him. I don't know. I don't know if people want friends like him, but... I know I want a friend like Keisha Cole, honey, because if you ain't slapping bitches for me like she slapped a bitch for Eve, then I don't want no parts of the friendship, okay? And it's crazy because she was like, Keisha, Keisha said that Eve is no longer her friend no more because of that. And I wonder if, you know, all these years they, you know, talked about it and discussed it because that's kind of crazy to me because Eve being from Philly... I would think that she would, you know, went off, like, appreciate Keisha doing that. So, maybe it's more to the story that Keisha is not really telling and leaving out because I just can't not find Eve not being appreciative of that. Like, that that doesn't make any sense to me. But, Keisha, if you going around slapping bitches for me, go ahead, girl. Go ahead, because... Listen, everybody want a friend like Keisha because when it's time to squat up, it's time to squat up, okay? And if you ain't got no squat up friends, then you don't need them. Now, you shouldn't be squatting up when you're 30 or nothing like that, y'all. You got to be ladies. But, you know, when you when you in your 20s and stuff like that, you know, you can do little stuff like that. But, like, at 30 and plus, you shouldn't be fighting, y'all. You shouldn't be fighting. You just be cussing people out with your words. Yeah, verbal, verbal abuse. You know, the verbal abuse when you get 30, it hits them different because, you know, you coming at a lot of shit that bitches ain't ready for. You know what I'm saying? So, you can't be out here slapping people. But... I want bitches to ride for me like Keisha, okay? Ride for me like Keisha Cole did, pretty much. Ride for me like Keisha. Mmm. I, I wasn't going to talk about this, but I'm sorry. I'm Listen, I'm not liking Rihanna and her fashion choices with this pregnancy. It's giving tacky. It's giving tacky and she's going to fucking bump us to death and I'm sick of it. I don't know if I've discussed this before, but I saw a post from Jada Pickett. And Jada Pickett shared how she was on the runway or on some red carpet sheer uh, stuff on showing her belly. And because, you know, Rihanna went to Milan or Fashion Week and had that see-through black stuff on. And I was just looking at it like, what the fuck is Rihanna wearing? Like, what is this style gone to? Like, what is it? Like, what has happened? It's just giving me... It's just giving me tacky. It's just so tacky. Like, I just want her... Honestly, 
I just want her to just be in sweatpants and sweatshirts at this point because I can't see nothing else. And I and I damn sure can't take another belly bump. I mean, she's going to fucking belly bump us to death. You know what? I have an epiphany. I do. I have an epiphany, y'all. This bitch is probably going to give us an album. And the album color cover is going to be the fucking baby bump. It ain't, it ain't even going to be her face or nothing. It's just going to be the fucking bump. How much I want? It's just going to be the fucking bump. It's just going to be the bump. She may name the album Bump. <laughs> like, she may name the album Bump. If the bitch do that, I'm done with her. I really am. Because I'll be like, girl, I waited all this time for this music. And this is what you're going to give me. And you're going to give me this album cover with this bump. Because this bump is every fucking way. It's never leaving. It's getting, it, it disgusts me. Like, every time I see it. It's bad enough. I got to look at ASAP and them fucking braids. But then the bump comes and I'm just like, oh, my God. And it's just, oh, it just be looking so tacky, child. Mm, mm, mm. Just be looking so bad, child. I don't know what the outfit choices is. I don't know who chose them and who asked for them. But I sure ain't one of them. But I I got a feeling that's what the album going to be, y'all. It's going to be that. She going... It's going to just be the fucking baby bump. Just the bump. Child. If she do that to us. If she do that to us. Because y'all know Rihanna is savage on the low, y'all. She is savage, bitch. Because you remember how she used to be cussing people out on Twitter and shit. That bitch is savage. I can, I can, I can see her doing some shit like that. I really can. I really can. It would honestly be depressing. It really would. It would be fucking depressing. Oh, God, and the baby shower. Can y'all imagine what the baby shower going to be like? Mm. It's definitely going to be Jamaican, for sure. It's going to be fucking colors and shit everywhere. Every fucking way. And he going to allow it, too. He going to allow it. He ain't going to say nothing, because, you know, he from fucking Harlem. He wanted to be, he wanted to be like that. Mm-hmm. It's definitely going to be Jamaican. They going to have fucking colors and things all over the place, child. It's going to be, hmm. Woo, child. Yeah, the baby child going to be something. I wonder what she going to wear. Lord help it. I hope it don't be tacky, child. Please don't let it be tacky, Lord, because these outfits have been horrible. And guess what? Guess what, y'all? I ain't shit. Because some of the outfits that I'm talking about, I be posting them and then putting a the little heart at the bottom. <laughs> That's a troll right there. Like, why would I talk about the outfits being tacky? And I screenshot them. And then I put a little heart at the bottom. Like, I liked it. Just fake. That's fucking fake. That's fake. That's fake as shit. That don't make no sense. You fake, girl. That's fake. Fake. Okay, so let me get into this real quick. Uh, that was fake of me. I was something else. I cracked myself up. So, you know, Diddy, you know, they was coming at Diddy with making a band. I, listen, I used to love making a band. It was good reality TV. I love Danny DeCane. I love when he had the, the boy band and when he had the, the, the making the band. The band. They all was good for me, but, you know, one of them came out. I think his name was Freddie. Freddie was in a group. Yeah, Freddie. He was in a group, the band. And he was just talking about how, you know, P. Diddy uses them. 
you know, they go get sent back to the hood, this, that, and the third, you know, don't pay him. Well, we already knew Diddy ain't pay his artist. So while we were looking at making a band when it was coming out, we already knew that Diddy was not going to pay y'all. And if y'all ain't know that just by knowing P. Diddy growing up, then something was wrong with y'all. But I do feel that it was up to them to keep everything going keep the rapping going you know you should have built your connects you should have been able to reach out to different people in the industry and they should have been able to you know still follow suit you shouldn't have just depended on diddy giving you that one time and then y'all made like maybe what they made like two albums or so and then after that you know when the group broke up y'all should have still been doing shit Still should have been rapping. Still should have been, you know, making little moves here and there. So, you know, you really can't blame Diddy too much because Diddy pretty much gave you the blueprint to do whatever it is that you should have did with it. But if you ain't take the blueprint and do anything with it, then, you know, what was your point of being on the show? What was your point of being a rapper? But listen, that making a band was different, child. It was different. And that was some good-ass reality TV. I mean, what they got now, even though the Jocelyn Cabaret is quite fucking crazy. That making a band was something back in the day. Child, when they made them walk and go get that cheesecake, I said, wow, this is so disrespectful. I've never, I've never done anything like this before. child I was like I've been to New York plenty of times but now we've been we was walking but I ain't never had to walk that far them poor things they really wanted it child and they went and got the cheesecake and I don't even think Diddy ate it I would have been fucking pissed I probably would have fought Diddy fuck that I would have fought him I would have fought him I would but I would have been like so you ain't even gonna taste the cheesecake though like you ain't even gonna taste it like you really just sent me all the way across this bridge on a time limit, and you ain't even going to taste the cheesecake because you you wanted this. Like, you wanted Junior's, like, for real. I would have been pissed, and I would have been like, fuck this shit. I would have been like, I don't want this. I don't want this band that much. I don't want to rap this much shit. I don't want to sing. But they, listen, I ain't going to front. Y'all can't front. That fucking Danny Kane was, listen, me and my girls used to listen. We still listen to Danny Kane when we get together. Like, it's a ritual. That fucking album, that Dollhouse album is bomb. The first album is good. Even the Making a Band was good. That Dylon, huh? Baby, you couldn't tell him he went hot. And that fucking Sarah, but Sarah's husband was something, though. He was a mess. He he was a hot-ass mess. And when Babs couldn't get her fucking hands on and they called her to get her hair done, and the boy ain't giving her the phone. She went the fuck off up in that house, child. She was about to fight them niggas. She ain't care. She ain't care. That was, that was good reality TV. We would never get that again. Now we're getting, like, dating shows, and we're getting, like, The Bachelor. Like, I was at work today. I don't even watch The Bachelor, but I was just like, oh, my God. I was just talking about it with my coworkers, just lying, child. I was like, yeah, did you see the finale? Oh, he was like, yeah. I saw. I'm like, oh, my God. Why would he pick those two girls? I don't even know what the two girls look like, what their name was or nothing. Then he was like, I know. He's just like, he was just so into it. I'm just like, 
oh yeah, that's what happened. I'm like, yep, that sure did happen. Ain't never seen an episode. Ain't never seen it. Just lying. But we don't have those good reality shows. Like, yes, Mona Scott is giving us this love and hip-hop. But the love and hip-hop now is not like how it was when it first came out. But I'm telling y'all, nothing, nothing is compared to that making the band. That making the band... That making a band is different. It's fucking different from the fucking auditions to when they finally get in the house. And you know that scene when day 26 is being formed and they saying, although we go, listen, did y'all hear my vocal? He tore that shit up. I mean, it was it was a complete battle in there. Like, a battle in there. And I'm just looking at how hungry he is. And then Diddy is just sitting there like, yeah, like, let me see who hungry for this. Da, da, da. And they just getting this performance. Like, they just perform. That was excellence. And then you had my girl to do the boom, ka, ka. Like, she was the dance instructor. for Like, that, listen, making a band is reality go. Like, if y'all want to bring anything back, okay, forget these little reboots and shit. Bring that shit back. Bring it back. Bring Diddy back. Bring it back. I think the guy named uh, Carl, who does, Carlos, Carlos, who does, who was the producer of Real Housewives Atlanta, he did that with the show the blueprint on BET. You know, he had Keely, he had Aubrey, he had Shamari, them two cherished twins. Like he, you know, the girls from 702. Like he tried to do that. But I'm telling y'all, ain't nothing, ain't nothing like making the band. Ain't nothing like making a band. Making a band, I tell you listen, I tell you, it was priceless priceless and the poor people they ain't get paid child they ain't get paid may still ain't get paid he i mean i don't know what did he doing with the money y'all of course he probably parking in the money but i mean he probably gave him something he probably gave him like 2500 if anything he probably gave him 2500 because you gotta admit when the band came on in Babs and all of them, they was fucking rough. Chopper and all, they was rough, okay? They was rough. Oh, speaking of Chopper, I'm so sorry. Speaking of Chopper, when Babs was like, let him fight, let him fight. That shit, listen, it's nothing like making the band. I'm telling y'all, and I can't even find episodes. Like, I think you have to YouTube them. Like, can't even find episodes. Like, I want to stream them. Stream them. That's how good it was. Like, that's how good it was. It was, it was, it was best. It was reality TV gold. Reality TV gold, hands down. And y'all can't say that it wasn't. You can't say that it wasn't. It was the bomb. It was fucking bomb. But I understood Freddie a little bit, but it was like Freddie. Why you ain't keep up? Like, why you ain't keep, like, I'm sure Diddy hooked you up with connections. Like, should have kept that shit up. Should have kept it up. Should have kept it up. But I got one more, one more thing before I close out this work time segment, y'all. Um, oh, I wanted it. Okay. So I wanted to discuss the, the, um, the guy, I think he, I think he, is he a wide receiver? I think he's a wide receiver. Calvin. Calvin Rutley. 
he is suspended indefinitely from the NFL because he was batting on games. So my thing with that is, it's so many other players that have done crazier shit than him. Crazier shit than him. You know, they done done domestic violence. They done got DUIs. They done done all these crazy things. Like, list goes on. White and black. And y'all suspend him indefinitely? Is it because he was making more money than the bookies? Than the bookies that y'all got really betting? Is that what it was? Because... I just think that is to the extreme. Like, he couldn't just be suspended for a couple of games when the season started. Or he couldn't be fined. Like, y'all suspended him indefinitely. If if anything, for Calvin, one, I hope he saved up some money. Two, keep betting. Keep, keep fucking betting. Keep fucking betting and keep fucking winning. Okay? Shit. I just think that's crazy because... People, the double standard, the double standard. So pretty much NFL, you're okay with accepting, you know, players that's doing domestic violence. And you're okay with accepting players that's doing DUIs and killing people damn near because they doing 116 miles and shit per hour and shit. But you're going to suspend this man indefinitely for doing a little bit of betting, for getting a little bit of money on the side? Like, that's crazy to me. Crazy to me. And, okay, granted, y'all may say it may be illegal, whatever. But, like, I, I, I just can't agree with it. I think, I think the punishment is to the extreme. I think it should have been a whole nother way today that the NFL should have handled this. And I think they handled it very poorly. And I think that, I don't think, um, like, I don't think he can, I don't think... He can have any pushback with this, like, as far as, like, you know, maybe fight this a little bit more. I definitely don't think he can do that. But I just think that the punishment of what they gave him was just too much. Like, it's just too much. It's way too much. And we have seen NFL players do crazier things than this, crazier things than this. So it's like, damn, you blocked this little bit of money? And he probably was winning too, child. I ain't look it up to see if he was winning anything. Shit, he probably was betting against his own damn team. Because the Falcons was some shit. So he probably was betting against them. Who knows? But I just think that was just ridiculous. It was crazy. It, 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 it was beyond to suspend him indefinitely. Like, I think that was just too much. But, okay. So let's get into what you won't do. So what y'all won't do. It's keep talking negative about Macy Gray's national anthem, okay? Listen, sis said what she said, okay? She sang the way she sang. And if y'all ain't like it, oh well, all right? Listen, she said, don't come for me unless I send for you, okay? So y'all gonna stop coming at good sis about how she sang the anthem. Now, we know it wasn't the best thing, okay? It was a little, uh, you know, how can we say it? Raspy. It was a little raspy. But, I mean, that was how many weeks ago? And y'all still talking negative about sis? Like, sis says she ain't for it. She ain't for the bullshit now. So, come up off of her. Now, she said what she said. 
Y'all ain't going to keep talking about it now, child. Now, it was, I ain't going to front, Macy. It was a little, it was a little all over the place. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know where we was at. I didn't know what the hell was, what was going on with the anthem. But they, child, child, child. But you did your best, Macy. You really did. You really did. You did your best. But what they won't do is keep talking about you negative with this anthem. That's what they not. That's not what they not going to do. Okay, sis? That's what they not going to do. So, y'all, this is episode 146. I got five on it. Listen, y'all. Continue to have a wonderful week. You know, we're about to be two more days to end this week off. You know, we about to, you know, keep, keep, uh, you know, rising above all the negativity. Okay. You know, keep striving. Listen. I'm almost, I'm almost at 150 episodes. Like I'm very proud of myself, y'all. All y'all, all y'all, thank you for supporting me. Thank you for continuing to listen. Thank you for continuing to give me um, feedback, ideas, everything. And I just want y'all to continue, you know, supporting and listening to the pod. Follow me on Instagram. I think it's um, Shanghai underscore Chronicles. And also follow me on Twitter as well. You know, tell a friend to tell a friend. Also looking for sponsors. So if you know anybody who would like to sponsor the pod, please tell them to DM me. Good people. Um, And also take your little index finger and subscribe so you can get notifications when we have new episodes. And I just love you guys. Thank you so much. Continue to have a beautiful week. And I'm out.